Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrooks. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more. The fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com. 18 plus begambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Taken well by Lacazette, who gets it out of his feet. And in the near post, and he puts Arsenal into the lead. Finds Rashford, left-hand side of the area. Little step over. Oh, oh what a goal wow. for Marcus Rashford. Back towards Sane, who's onside. Left-footed ball blasted across. Raheem Sterling's diving header is a thing of beauty. Manchester City double their lead. Liverpool four, Crystal Palace two. Sadio Mane with a right-footed shot from an acute angle on the left-hand side. He's put across him, and it's been headed in. Spurs have got a late winner. He's one of their own as well. It's the other Harry. Harry Winks has won it for Tottenham with the last kick of the game. It's the Premier League preview show for the fourth round of the FA Cup weekend and the Carabao Cup semi-finals second leg before some midweek Premier League games. I'm Tom Reddy and coming up on the show we'll give you our picks for the best of the fourth round including Arsenal against Manchester United and we'll do a look ahead to the Carabao Cup match between Chelsea and Tottenham on Thursday. No real need to mention Burton's miraculous comeback against Man City here. Also, which teams will make 11 changes in the FA Cup this weekend and if there's time my annual repetition of the plan to save the FA Cup from the mishmash it has has become. I do it every January and I know the audience would be disappointed if I didn't do it again. Right, let's say hello to our panel, starting with Talk Sports football editor, who's going to be at so many grounds over the next few days. He's not going home. There's so much happening. David Walker's here. You're right, mate. Yeah, very good. So you're going to be going to the Carabao Cup, you're going to be going to the FA Cup, you've yep. got the Premier League in midweek. It all finishes on Monday with a trip to the Hive at Barnet, which I'm most looking forward oh, to. Oh, National League against Championship, yeah. West London, I was going to do a pun there, Wallop Derby? Doesn't work, does no. it? Think of a W word, walkabout? Well, it's the Bees Derby, isn't it? It's the Bees yeah, with the Bees. that's very true, a buzzing yeah. night in West London. Yeah. yeah that's better. It's not in West London. Oh. Barnet's not in West London, is it? Oh, Give me a break, God. or yeah, Brentford is there, isn't it? Barnet's. Oh, is it, is it in Barnet? Barnet, oh, right, okay, yeah. Right, Brentford right. don't play at the Hive, do they? Come on. Well, you said bees twice, didn't you? It was very confusing <laughs> for me, and I had no prep for this. Let's move on. Uh, right, from David Walker, who certainly is one, to a pair of Pauls who have joined us uh, this week. Let's say hello to an FA Cup winner first, shall we? Paul Parker's back with us. How are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you, Tom. Now, remember, uh, I know that we haven't specified this to everyone, but just for you, there is a Mourinho <laughs> fine on the show. Every time you bring him up it is 50 pence to the david walker hair gel kitty all right so be wary i'm getting a haircut later actually so are you 
You say it enough, you can pay for that. So just a jar <laughs> every day. Uh, also with us uh, for the first time in a few weeks, uh, the former Charlton Aston Villa winger, Paul Mortimer is here. You OK? No FA Cup winner here, I'm afraid. No, I felt bad uh, about it. No, uh, when no, I said why? that the first time round. Why? Uh, it's not a problem. I FA played for Cup, Charlton. We, FA Cup we, participant. We just wanted to stay up. That's all. And yeah. That's what we did. What and was that, the that was my little Furthest cup. you got? I think we got to the fourth round. We beat... Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, I think, in the third round. Well, there we, go. we had a man sent off and fourth round managed to not to fourth round weekend. Yeah, <laughs> a winner of a third round FA Cup tie. There you go. Is with us. How many you two won? Um, Ooh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, joking. I'm joking. Hold on a minute. It's I'm already joking. a bit. It's already a bit combative at the start of the program, isn't it? <laughs> I played in the Chairman's Cup final at Sutton United last season. Actually, so. did, I won Chelmsford League win? Division no, Four. I was a new substitute in an extra time. Did defeat. your team win? No, we it lost. It don't matter. Then, does it? <laughs> <laughs> what were you, Tom? Sorry, Chelmsford League Division Four champions, 1999. Get on that. Is that in Subutio? No, we won the league by uh, about 40 points. Right, can we move on now, yeah? <laughs> no, now we're doing my career. This is now the Tom Money career programme. This is your life. OK, end, end of programme then. <laughs> the lowest rated this is your life of all time. Right, OK, we are doing a, a kind of vague preview show this week because there are so many mishmash sort of games. We've got Carabao Cup, we've got FA Cup, we've got Premier League coming up in midweek as well. And just a quick reminder, if you're listening to this programme on a radio station, you can download an extended podcast, search for TalkSport Premier League preview show on Acast, iTunes, any other good podcast provider. Uh, right, shall we get into the Carabao Cup on Thursday to start? Uh, Chelsea up against Tottenham. Tottenham won the first leg by a goal to nil, played very well, as did Chelsea in possession at least, but of course they've got Jorginho who's never played a forward pass in his life. So it's very difficult for Chelsea to score a goal. Uh, Chelsea in the last week, it's been all over the back pages. Maurizio Sarri's future, what he had to say, that almost two-footed challenge of a post-match press conference at the weekend. These players are very difficult to motivate. Uh, Tottenham down to, what, five squad players now? Harry Kane is out, <laughs> Deli Ali is out, Hung Min Son is out. Real important players for Tottenham as well. Um, let's get into it. Chelsea, how important is, is this game for them? We don't know whether Higuain is going to be signed in time. He's in <coughs> London as we record the programme, but I think it's quite unlikely he'd be able to play in the, in this game. Uh, Paul Parker, let's come to you first on this for Chelsea. How important is this game, that they overcome Tottenham and get to a final? Oh, it's, it's massively important for them. They, they have to win it. The manager has to win it, I think, for him, because if he does not win it, and given that Spurs stay at this moment in time with those three key players gone... I think by the by the following weekend we'll be talking about if he doesn't win his next Premier League game, then there's going to be question marks about. And we know what Chelsea are like. We know Chelsea do like to fire a manager. They do like making changes. So there, so there is there's an issue going on. His comments the other day, as we know, doesn't really rub well at Chelsea, given um, certain people have been there before and what they've said. So we know there could be an issue going on. And even more so when a player comes out and backs the manager as well, that tells you that that is a problem, which David Luiz did go and do. Mm. What did you make of the Maurizio Sarri comments? If you're a player in that dressing room, and you know the players can get the manager out. They've yeah. done it repeatedly, some of these guys. Mm. Does Willian now down tools again like he did for Antonio Conte? Well, the, the fact of the matter is it's not, it's not so much what Sarri said, it's the group of players that, that he said it about because they have previous in getting managers out, like you've just said. Um, one wonders why he said it because I know as a player, you know, we, we, we want to, to be sure that the manager's got our back. And what we know, he can lambast us in private, no problem. But publicly, 
You know, you, you kind of lose players when you disrespect them, when you diss them the way you have. And and he's done it for a reason, without a doubt, because he said it in his in his mother tongue, so that he couldn't be there could be no problems with with any sort of lost in translation mm. and he was he did not hold back I've got to say he didn't and he made it clear what he thought of them now this is going to be a different Chelsea coming along because players now are they going to be playing for him are they going to be playing for themselves um, will they be able to raise themselves they should be because it's a London derby but they didn't last week at last London derby mm. there's a lot of pressure on Chelsea and they have to start sharp I would say I'm looking forward to the first 15-20 minutes because they have to start sharp I think that's a good point because on Saturday I was, I was at the Emirates and you could tell actually from literally the first minute of the game Arsenal got the ball down Chelsea's end straight away there was a bit of panic Louise tried to Instead of clearing it as he usually does, he tried to sort of step over and tried to nip the ball out of defence. He lost it. There was chaos in the in the in the uh, Chelsea penalty area straight away, and it, it, they set the tone. And they just didn't look up for it. Arsenal just came out the blocks and they were at him for the first twenty minutes. They got the goal, and that was that really. So the tables are turned slightly for Chelsea in this game. They're going to be at home in front of the Stamford Bridge crowd. It's mm. another London derby. They've got scores to settle with Tottenham from that game at Wembley earlier in the season. They've had a rollicking from the manager. I think we will we will see early on whether it's had a the desired effect or not. But does it that mean it needs to be a personnel change? Dave, you was at the game, uh, and, I, and I was calling the game for our international partners. And I know I brought up Jorginho nearly every week on this show. And I was chatting to a friend of mine, big Serie A um, journo. I'm not sure he's the biggest problem, though. I mean, he, what, he is one of part of this, the problem. This is the but I don't think he's the biggest problem. There's absolutely so the Jorginho thing being. I, I just. It feels a little bit now, we've been a little bit questioning of his form, but it does feel a bit like having watched the game at the weekend that maybe they're just not playing to his strengths. Because everything doesn't go through him, then what else does he do? So I wonder whether the team isn't performing for him. But also I'm thinking about personnel. You're right, other players. Hazard keeps drifting left. You've got Kovacic and Barkley just kind of swapping for each other and you don't really notice. The full-backs and more wing-backs are having done it for the last couple of years. It does feel like there's a lot of problems at Chelsea. For, from watching that game, did you feel like there was something Maurizio Sarri could do with that squad? Or did you feel like it, it's personnel that need changing all over? It feels to me that this manager is just sticking with his philosophy and his, his plan, despite what he sees in front of him. As the, play, the players he's got clearly can't fit into what he wants to do. And that's a problem, right? It is a problem, and he's got... Maybe the one of I'm going to say one of the best midfield players over the last two three seasons mm. in um, Kante, and he's he's changed his role. And it's, I mean, as a player, you have to be adaptable. But and he does well, Kante. But everyone knows he's better playing with the game in front of him rather than running past the game. Yes, he should be able to run past the game as a midfield player, but he's asking him to do that more attacking role. That's not his strength. You've got Hazard. He wants to play him as a false nine. Hazard wants to wander. Hasn't scored since the Watford yeah. game, Boxing Day. Yeah. Chelsea want him. The Chelsea players like him wandering around and he picks and chooses what he's doing. He's got a centre. He's got two centre forwards. He doesn't like using either of them. But somewhere along the line, he has to make. If you need, you need a pinnacle. You need something to play off. And the way Chelsea are playing, of into somebody, then out again. They haven't got anybody. They're asking Hazard to go into the into the quad mile. He doesn't want to go in there because he's going to get kicked. If Higuain comes in then, which we're expecting to happen, as we record the programme, it's not done, but maybe when you're listening to this Friday, Saturday, it is. Is that it then? Is that problem solved? They're fine? I don't know. I mean, Higuain, I don't see him as a target man. He's a penalty box finisher. That's what he is. The biggest problem Chelsea have, as Paul said, is they've got two of the best players in the world playing out of position. 
Um, simply put, you don't need to have. They don't need to have a centre forward that scores goals at the moment. They just need, like Paul says, a focal point up there because Hazard is better coming from sort of I don't know left wing to inside left, right wing, whatever, drifting in, in uh, out to in to be able to do to do his business. Now, what also happens is you've got the players who also recognise that the team is unbalanced. They recognise the team's unbalanced. What's happened with Sari? It happened with with Conte. And it happened with Arsene Wenger too, where your stubbornness is a blessing, but also a curse because you refuse to change the way you want to play. Jorginho has been found out. That's what's happened to him. Yeah. He's been found out. And what people do, he can't run away from people. He can't. There's no, and, and then defensively, he can't sit in there and get about like Kante. So it's not working. So he has to change it. He's refusing to do that. And now he's hoping that Higuain will come in and be the, and solve all these problems. Hmm. Problems. There's more problems there than 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 I think he he realizes. Can I say I've seen Higuain? I don't I don't want to say fortunate because I wasn't fortunate. But I, I've seen him. I've seen him play. And to be perfectly honest, he's gonna. In my opinion, and this might come back and haunt me. He's not going to make an ounce of difference at Chelsea. Mm. Several ounces by looking. Yeah, him. he's not. He's not going to make any difference because. He, he, he's not a person you play into and play off of him. Mm. He can't do that. He's mm. not good of his back to goal. He has to be facing goal. And virtually, he's one of them one. He won't eat unless anybody brings food to him. Because yeah. obviously, you can see that people brought a lot of food to him. But in general, when he's on that football pitch, you have to deliver. He can't make goals on his own. He's mm. not going to come short and dribble past people. He'll try it, but he'll lose it. And he'll throw his arm up and he'll walk back. So this could be the one that actually maybe breaks sorry by mm. the way bringing him in he's made such a fuss because it worked at Napoli mm. Jorginho is it Jorginho? Yeah, yeah. Jorginho he worked at Napoli mm. the problem is this isn't Napoli this isn't the Italian league it's the Premier League it's, it's different I'm not yeah. going to say it's better or great mm. greater I'm just saying it's different so his style of management is good but you've got to be variable and he's not. he doesn't want to be variable my way or no way so issues for Chelsea. Uh, they've got another game coming up on Sunday, six o'clock UK time against Sheffield Wednesday in the FA Cup. They're sixteenth in the Championship, still waiting for Steve Bruce to get off holiday before he becomes their manager. Oh, I'm going to watch the cricket, and I so take the job in a month, which is still bizarre. I'm still not understanding that, but everyone seems all right with it. Do you know why he's done it though? Because he's never been to a away no, cricket match or something. To, to be fair to Steve Bruce. Uh, as you may know that he lost both his parents last year yeah, and right. whilst that was going on his wife was basically looking after his two ill parents and she said to him next time you're out of a job you know we need some time away we've mm. got to do some stuff so he's honouring that commitment right, okay, and that's why just, just in, in his defence yeah, I have respect yeah, for but on the other side of it I Absolutely. shouldn't be saying on the other yeah. side of it, and I know Bruce he's a, and me and Paul kind of went that way as mm. well but he's mostly sitting now do you honestly believe that he's sitting there oh, still relaxing? He'll be watching every game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, his head's yeah. going because he yeah. want he wants a say and he's only having his say via text message, mm. email. No, he doesn't yeah. do emails, does he, Brucey? Or phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so, so does beeper messages. Yes. Uh, his so mind will be on the job. Yeah, yeah of course yeah. it is. Yeah. So Janet, in her own in her own mind, knows it must be it's getting to the point now where she's just got to go. Go on, off you go. Because it'll be a nightmare for us. Yeah. Uh, that's the game coming up Sunday anyway, uh, between Chelsea and Sheffield Wednesday. I think he takes over start of February. Uh, so just a couple yeah, of weeks does, now yeah. before, he, uh, before he comes in. Uh, let's segue back to Tottenham. Uh, they take on Crystal Palace in the FA Cup on Sunday. But of course, we're talking about their game on, on Thursday night. And we've got to talk transfer window when it comes to Tottenham. Because this week in the Sun, one of my favourite stories of all time, Andy Carroll for £2 million, potentially coming oh. into 
to be the stopgap at Spurs. I mean... Well, you've already got a big useless <laughs> lump up front anyway. They don't need another one, do they? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that was just maybe a misheard communication or something. I've no idea where that comes from, that kind of story. I but... think that story come because I was down at Bournemouth last weekend. and I You say you started the story? <laughs> no, I didn't start the story, but I think there was a lot of West Ham fans who tried to. It was all, it was all, it was all geared up and already they were saying it. Then once he missed that sitter, then that was a dumb job done. That was that was awful. Well, that miss was it. awful. And I must say, after seeing him play just recently quite a few times, if they can manage that move, I'll tell you what, West Ham would have done fantastic mm. to, to get rid of him. But can you imagine to West Ham fans who actually give him to Tottenham? Oh. They must be There's no way that's going to happen. No, no it's like no dog way. poop in a bag outside <laughs> someone's house. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. What a great thing. <laughs> to have this, this game on Thursday, and we've talked about how big it is for Chelsea, but this is a huge game for Tottenham. No matter how much Pochettino says that it doesn't matter if I don't win a trophy, that millstone will not go from his neck until he does it. Mm. And this is a big opportunity to get to a final. And his last season at Tottenham. And you know, yeah. potentially, potentially. <laughs> but by the time they get to the end of February, maybe Harry Kane could be fit enough for a place on the mm. bench in that game. They might have found their way. They might sign some players. But to, on Thursday night, they go into this game without Kane, without Son, without Ali. But with the lead? With 1-0 lead, but they, which they were lucky probably to get away with at Wembley. Okay. So it's a big and game. As well, though, Dave, they're quite... Fortunately, they're going to a side who doesn't like scoring goals as well yeah. in Chelsea. Yeah. What possession, but don't really... They don't really penetrate, do they, Chelsea, at all? I think the way Chelsea will play will suit Spurs because I think what he's done really well over the season when he's had injuries is just slightly change the team a little bit Mm. to suit the way the the, the personnel that he's got. And he'll do that again. I mean, I, I actually think that... I give him credit for what he's done so far. He's had no limited resources. Players getting injured left, right and centre, yet he's kept them in all four tournaments, hungry and ready to go. So I look at them now and I think that if there is ever a time where they need to put their hand in their pocket, isn't it now? Yeah. Isn't it now? Surely now. You know? Surely now is the moment. But the thing is, Poch has said, and, and he's quite right when he says this, I, you know, I can't just go out and buy a player who's going to be good for me for two months. They've got If they're bringing anyone in, they've got to be someone that's going to be part of the May club I say, for the long term. One quick thing. The problem mm. that you have with Spurs is all in the way they say stuff. Um who out there is going to come in and 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 be you know uh, just sit there uh, an understudy to Harry Kane? That's wrong. It should be competition. Mm. It should well, be. They play sixty the, games a year. Don't all they, the top so. teams, and Paul will tell you, all the top teams bring players in to compete because it raises the level. I, I go back to um, Aguero, top centre forward in the Premier League. What what do they do? They bring in Gabriel Jesus to challenge him. What does it do? It kicks him on another level. Harry Kane, subconsciously, he knows that he's going to play every week. He's not being pushed at all. That's a valid point, Paul. That is a, and you're saying every time they talk about, well, if they go and get something, he's got to accept he's going to sit yeah. behind Harry Kane. Like you say, why? Why is he got What's to that do telling that? Harry Kane? Is it, I mean, you've got to have competition. Harry Kane's got to go in, it's into games It's not exactly known. affected Harry Kane's performances, though, has it? That there's no second striker. No, it hasn't. But the problem that you have is when he's injured, mm. like now... Everyone's moaning about Fernando Lorente. The problem Lorente's had is that he hasn't. He's a good player. He has he's, his career at Spurs is in minutes, not games. Yeah. He's not been given the more goals to Fulham than he scored for Tottenham. Exactly. Exactly. He started two Premier League matches, isn't he? He's mm. set up to fail. I yeah. tell you what, the thing, the thing with um, Lorente is that he's a Porsche who's been sitting outside <laughs> someone's house for a year, exactly. and all of a sudden, when you, when the person jumps in, it they say, "Let's go and do 0 to sixty in three seconds." Sorry, it's going to take ten seconds. <laughs> exactly right. Everyone wants to judge him. Oh, he ain't good enough. Like, well, he hasn't. He hasn't had a run. You can he's tell where the footballers are. Who aren't? I've never been in a Porsche. You've been in a Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even seen one. I had the scariest time. <laughs> 
Drive in a Porsche, did mate. You? Oh my god, yeah. Are you allowed to say that on there? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what was a, the name? An old teammate of my, Dalen Atkinson, who who has, has passed now. He was a really good lad. We he was giving me a lift to training, mm. and he stopped at the lights, and then accelerated over about 50, 60, 100 yards. I have never been as frightened. <laughs> I've I've never travelled that fast in a car. He's there sitting there talking to me nonchalantly. I'm sitting there clutching the seat, head down, sweating. It was the scariest thing. And it was over in like like three or four seconds, but I've never been I didn't feel like I thought I was it was like I was flying. It was yeah. it was horrific. But it's a Porsche, isn't it? You can't do that in an Austin Allegro like me and Dave drive. Uh, listen, <laughs> got to move on, got to move on. Uh, when we come back in a few moments, going to get into some other games in the FA Cup. Let's talk uh, about Arsenal Man United, Friday at 7.55 UK time. Pereira delivers the ball back towards the edge of the area, flicks it by Socrates. Here's Koscielny with a header, glancing past the goalkeeper in. And Lauren Koscielny has doubled Arsenal's lead. Just six minutes before half time. Finds Rashford, left hand side of the area. Little step over. Oh, what a goal for Marcus Rashford on his 150th appearance for Manchester United. He scores an absolutely world class goal. Right, let's get into Arsenal against Manchester United. A 7.55 UK time kickoff uh, on Friday night. Uh, United have won seven out of seven since Allegheny Solskjaer came into the club. They go to an Arsenal side who, of course, beat Chelsea seat last week these two teams massively involved in that race for the top four um what about arsenal right now is mesut ozil going to play in this game and are we going to start a week talking about arsenal eventually not saying is mesut ozil going to play is he going to stay towards the end of january and, and of course this week it's worth mentioning uh more just come to you first okay. you're trying to give it to paul parker no, but you I, can I, this. listen i always <laughs> i have respect for him i used to clean his boots so i have respect for him i always. thought you had dirty boots when you played <laughs> he never had dirty boots <laughs> when he played don't worry about that but, um, <laughs> do not upset that man <laughs> what a thing you can say about that i know oh. these don't know do they oh. You used, used to do my stripes as well. With, I'm um, telling you, Zoff always. Well, Zoff as well, Zoff yeah. Yeah. Used to look after <laughs> yeah. And he used to look after me at Christmas too, so I can't knock it. Oh, what a lovely... Yeah. Dave does nothing for me. Well, he, cle- he doesn't clean my boots. He doesn't you get the Zoff out. It does nothing for me. Well. He his hair gel. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Makes my sc- scalp very slick, that's for sure. Um, right. Yeah. Sven Mislintat has left this week. Mesut yeah. Ozil still at the club. And there's talk about trying to bring in Suarez and Barca, James Rodriguez, but they can't get anything done. Well, there's a couple things with this game first Dennis Suarez a couple of things about this game got Arsenal fans very excited there for yeah. a second didn't we? <laughs> first of all what a strange kickoff time Th- that's the first Friday thing. at 7.55 Friday at 7.55 you're down it, at this a bit weird because, no, I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking at the Man United fans getting getting back uh, back no up chance. north it, it's a nonsense I mean yeah, yeah. most of them are from London anyway but we'll put that to one side <laughs> couldn't avoid that could you couldn't, I couldn't avoid it. it I just wanted to see Paul's reaction oh. that's all it's a him it's a him Cockney Reds, Cockney Reds, come on. But Arsenal, I mean, you know, they put in a magnificent performance last week. Behind the scenes, it's a complete mess. It it really is. I mean, one of their best players at the moment is Aaron Ramsey, who who they're letting go. Who's going, yeah. Um, You know, they've lost a lot of defenders, I've got to say. Um, Meza Ozil, the spectre of Meza Ozil looms over everything. Um, And I, I, I look at Emery and I literally think Emery's saying, he's not for me. He's not for me, but because he's on so much money, I have to find a way to shoehorn him into the side or into the squad so that we can get him looked at by other clubs because I don't think he fancies him. But the way Arsenal play, if they play like they did at Chelsea, they're going to give Manchester United a game. Paul Park, can I ask you a question about some players? Uh, We're just over a year on from 
one of the most underwhelming swap deals in football. Uh, Alexis Sanchez and Henrik Mkhitaryan. That was, I think, just over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are either team happy with what they've got? Uh, both could be back and playing this weekend. No. Should we move on? <laughs> of course, neither of them are. You look at the Manchester United side of it. Manchester United, have, I think, if I was... The, the, the one who is in the, I believe, in a better position is Manchester United. It's not me being biased. It's mm. the fact of you look at the player and you say to himself, he had an issue when he arrived with, with, with a certain person and they fell out of love with each other or it might have been one way, but still, then all of a sudden this injury occurred for him. So it hasn't really materialised. There's, there's room for him to go and grow and bed himself into Manchester United at this moment in time. If it doesn't work at this moment, it's never going to work. On Mkhitaryan... There's there's something not right of him. Even when he come from Dortmund, one of um one of the people I know from when I was overseas, um, when I lived in Singapore, he's the, he is the um, CEO of Dortmund um, for for Asia. He looks after the whole the whole side of them in Asia. And even he turned around and said to me, the thing about Mkhitaryan is you don't know what you're going to get. Mm. He's either brilliant or you don't see him. He's one you know he's one of them. You can just go and play hide and seek. And you'll never find him. He's great. You can never find him. And he's, and that's what's happened. And if you're an Arsenal fan, you have to be so disappointed in what you've seen because he has not brought anything at all to the Emirates. Mm. Sanchez back this week. Do you think he'll have an impact under Solskjaer? Because, of course, he's only played for Man U under he who shall not be named. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, I, f- I think he will. Despite, I think that um, Oli will allow him to play like he did at Arsenal. In other words, go wherever you want. You meant those times when he played at Arsenal, you saw him back in left-back positions. Mm, freedom. W- winning mm. the ball, running it forward, passing it and moving again. You've got to give him freedom, allow him to play. He w- he wasn't. He was restricted when he went to Manchester United. And as much as he thinks himself, oh, man, I don't have to track back, he wanted to, because that's where his game started. He was better from coming from behind the play and then making runs from there or playing people in. And there's plus as well, the one big bonus now, there's more players around the ball for Manchester United. When a player gets the ball, they've got more options. wasn't before. Once they went past the front line, once they come out of midfield, there was no one allowed to run forward because I was thinking about their defensive positions. So Manchester United, given the greatest opportunity, given the best opportunity now to go and fulfil the potential and the reason why they signed him, even though he's a bit old when you talk about poten- mm. potential. This is a cracking cup tie, isn't it? Mm. You've got two teams yeah. here who got great recent history in the FA Cup. Arsenal have won it so many times under Wenger in recent years. Uh, it'll be you know, the anniversary of the treble at the end of this season. Solskjaer was part of that team, wasn't mm. he, obviously, for Manchester United, and he has given Manchester United a new lease of life. And I know, repeatedly, the discussion seems to revolve around Pogba and why he wasn't playing like he is now before, but the big pos- positive for me is Rashford. Another brilliant goal last week, and he looks just to be getting better and better and flourishing under the management of Solskjaer. Well, he's, he's going to flourish, because what Solskjaer, it, it appears, has said to him, you're going to play up front for five or six games. That, you're just going to go and play. You're just going to go and play you up front. You've got to beat the studio up, mate. It's I'm okay. Gonna, well, I thought, yeah, well, I was going to try and nick the mic. Make sure you make your nick, point. I was going to try and nick the mic, that's all. <laughs> and see if it was detachable. But Rashford, you know, he looks like he's confident. Looking at Man United now, the one I worry for is Lukaku. Because mm, if Rashford yeah. stays fit and doing what he's doing, he seems, Paul, I don't know if you agree, um, Rashford seems a more Man United type centre forward than yeah. Lukaku. His play, his understanding, his movement. Lukaku seems one dimensional when you look at Rashford. And I, I think that. The reason why I think Man United are, are, are going to beat Arsenal is because they have better players, but they have better players now who 
are all being allowed yeah. to express themselves with a manager that's given them confidence. And they, they will do what Chelsea didn't do last week, yeah. and that is provide a test for that Arsenal defence who we know are suspect. Just quickly on that, did you see this story, uh, maybe this morning, maybe last night, Eric Bailly, that Arsenal were interested in loaning that, Eric yeah. Bailly from Manchester United. The Red Devils apparently have said no, they don't want to loan someone to a near rival in the table. What do you make to, to Eric Bailly? 18 months left on his contract. Would it be a good move for him to go to Arsenal, wouldn't it? He could be... Well, I could be their best centre-half. I know I say that every week. Uh, but he could... Don't <laughs> look like that, lads. I could. I was good once. Yeah, um, okay. but Well, you do look like Stepanovs. <laughs> <laughs> I normally get Pascal Seagard. I'm oh, actually quite yeah, pleased with that. that. I think I was thinking of him. Uh, but what about Bayer? Paul, you've seen him all the time. Is he going to get back in this team anytime soon? Or should they loan him out? The one, the one thing I'll say about Bayer is I like him. He's, he's got everything right about him, except the moment he signed his first game, I said there's going to be a problem with him, his temperament. Because every time he challenged, the other leg kicked through. His one time, yeah. he cleared a ball and his left foot followed through. He got sent off recently. Yeah, yeah. With he should have been sent off before that, by the way, as yeah. well. Against another challenge he'd done in the box, he yeah. nearly took the fella's head off in the yeah, box. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's, everything's aggressive, everything's a follow through. And I said, he's going to be a problem. It, and he's, but be honest, he's, he suited Manchester United at that time. I think the sending off sounds terrible, but he's got him out of it and it's made Ollie's job easier. He hasn't got to worry, hadn't had to worry about picking him. At this moment, he's got to change his whole persona, his makeup, if he wants to be a Manchester United player. You can't. There's aggressive, and there's just ill-disciplined. Mm. And the way he was defending was ill-disciplined. It was win the ball at all costs. To defend now, you don't have to win the ball for everyone to know you're a good defender. Great cup tie Friday night, Arsenal against Manchester United, seven fifty-five UK time kickoff. Plenty more to come. I want to talk Man City. I want to talk Watford, uh, Millwall as well. Loads of big games in the cup. Let's get to it. 
beating Manchester City oh. with Ben Watson's header. Let's get back into the annals of history to help out the lads. Uh, 1992 FA Cup. Who won it at original Wembley in front of 80,000? They beat Sunderland by two goals to nil. Is it? Have a guess. You Uh, probably won't be too far wrong. Arsenal. Arsenal. Not far off. It's got to be Spurs then. Keep going. No, it can't be Spurs, can it? Well, it's the top six team. Just name them. Chelsea. No. Liverpool. Yes. Beating Sunderland (laughs) by two goals to nil. One final one before we move on. Let's do the 1978. FA Cup winners beating Arsenal by a goal to nil. Ipswich Town. Ipswich Ipswich. Town. That's my more. That's that's my era. Spotter's badge. Uh, Right. Let's get into some other FA Cup ties. Always fun that because you think you know. I'm surprised you didn't pick 1980. Yeah. Well, I thought it was a bit too obvious. No, 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 no. I don't know. It's not that I think I know. I know I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But you think you don't know, but then someone says like the score or something. You're like, oh yeah, I've been at the last seven. I couldn't remember. (laughs) We did one of them. Yes, we did. You and we I did, did the Villa. Villa when the Villa lost oh, to Arsenal. God. No, I should have done that. We no, were there. You couldn't remember it. Yeah, I'd still have forgotten, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let's get on some other games in the FA Cup. I think there's some interesting ties in the FA Cup fourth round. Some of the ones I think are really interesting are games like Newcastle against Watford, uh, Wimbledon against West Ham, those sorts of teams who are in that seventh down to twelfth little group yeah. mm. where the, the league season it's not over. But also, you can kind of put that to one side. And I really hope we see a strong Watford. We see a strong West Ham. Uh, we see a few teams like that in the middle of the table, going out there, trying to win games. Everton going to Millwall. Yeah, that's the one for me. I think they'll get beat. You think they'll get beat at Millwall? I think Millwall will beat them up. I, I do. I, mm. I, I'm not having Everton. I don't know what they are. I don't know. I'm not having him. I'm just not sure. Everton, I'm not sure about. Just like, you know, like, like uh, teams are reflective of their manager. Mm. I'm not sure of him. And I'm not sure what Everton are. I couldn't. I couldn't tell. I Smart, but lacking in substance. Well, you mm. said it. <laughs> Do you see that Yannick Balassi has cancelled his loan at Aston Villa to mm. go back to Everton? I don't know whether he fancies actually getting some some game time with Everton. Changing I don't think. So I don't much. think Villa fancied him. To be honest, the fans mm-hmm. were at him. I, I saw saw saying about him the other day, but I kind of went and I had a look at what the Villa fans were saying. They wasn't happy with his, his performances because they they felt he was he was lazy. He wasn't really trying, and I think he might have felt that and decided to get himself back mm. to his parent club. Reading the things about him going to Palace, back to Palace on loan, that's something I read this morning. I don't know if it's true or not. But that would well, be good for no, him. No, no, but they wouldn't be able to fit him in. No, well, they've got four hundred wingers in that I, I know, I know, I know. I'm, they I'm need to t- send I'm, forward. Yeah, I'm totally do. with you, though, Paul. I do, I do think Everton are, are in danger this weekend. <clears> he will, <throat> he will make changes. Mm. Millwall at the Den will be up for it. They'll get amongst them. <laughs> some of the players will. Some yeah. of the Everton players would not have experienced Millwall at the Den, mate. <clears throat> Only yeah. lost one in five at home. Millwall yeah. as well. Good draw against Middlesbrough uh, mm. last weekend or midweek. Jordan Newgill yeah. scored that late That's penalty right. to, to deny them victory. Mm-hmm. Um, very tough one. Um, but those sorts of teams, though, just to go back to the wider point, I picked out a couple of the games there: Everton, West Ham, Watford. Those sorts of teams are we going to see I remember last year when Bournemouth got knocked out oh. against Millwall and yeah. they made 10 or 11 maybe 10 yeah, but not the do. goalkeeper changes <laughs> yeah. like if West Ham go to Wimbledon up against Wally Downs who was of course assistant manager slash defensive coach for a few years mm. there under under Big Sam if they go there and it's it's people like no offence to Connor Coventry uh, and those sorts of players but you've got to see some first teamers we need to see the Watford first team in, in their game against Newcastle well, I, we? I think I think Javi Gracia has, has spoken about the importance of the FA Cup. These, this is a man who quite clearly knows the importance of the tradition of the FA Cup to Watford. There was a tribute to Graham Taylor last week in the second anniversary of his, of his passing. Everyone had their scarves on, including the manager. 
He gets it. He gets what that means to this club, and I think he's prepared. He well, knows do you think what... someone's kind of thrown at him as he's got to the end of the tunnel? I think you forgot that. <laughs> I, I don't not. know. Don't, yeah. let's, You're let's, a cynic, let's, you. Let's, you let's know. give him the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> shall we? But I think he will make changes, like he did against Woking in the previous round. Um, probably not as many, but Watford have got a decent enough squad to go to Newcastle, who are you know are not in great shakes at the moment necessarily, um, and, and and win on their day. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, on, Paul. I was just, just going to say something quickly. For me, when you look at the Newcastles, those sides who are having the bitty season, the one thing they need is momentum. Are they, yeah, so, Newcastle fans would love a cup yes, run, wouldn't right. they? Yeah, so they just need to win. They need to win a game. Just win a game to take you into your next game. Yeah. That's all they've got to do. 100%. Don't go with bit players, players that they haven't seen, because mm. they ain't going to fill them with confidence. The fans they ain't going to give them. Even if they do get over the line, well, sorry, that's not going to be the team next week. Yeah. So. Where, what, where are we going? What are we doing? I think the thing that baffles me is taking Newcastle out of it because they are down the bottom. If you look at West Ham, Watford uh, and Everton, uh, Wolves too. Yeah, yeah definitely um, Wolves. They're yeah. in a position where they're not going to get relegated. So there is no excuse for not giving it a go because yeah. if you ask their fans, you know, they want a day out. They want yep. a day out at Wembley. In fact, some fans down the Newcastle fans would take getting relegated for a day out at Wembley. Mm. It's, it's how they, they are. Do, oh, that's yeah. an it's interesting just, one. By the way, you I mean, throw that one out. If we that, was live. That's why Leicester fans were so annoyed at Claude Puel for oh, for his treatment of the team in the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup. Mm. You know? Could cost him his job. That yeah. because, just simply because fans. I, I mean, they pay their money, and and I I in the last round, I think Bournemouth played Brighton. I think. Mm-hmm. There were, there were about 15 changes amongst both sides. Now, if I'm a Bournemouth fan, they do it every year. If I'm do, a Bournemouth yeah. fan, am I going to spend money going to watch you in the FA Cup yeah. when I know mm. that you're not going to really commit to it as much as you want me to commit to, 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 to watching it? Should even that, really, they should drop the drop the prices. Yeah, they should. Drop they the should. prices. Yeah. Well, that does lead me to my regular FA Cup point. I would like to bring it up again this year because we have seen dwindling audiences in the stadiums for FA Cup games. We have seen a variant of kickoff times in the last round. We had seven 12.30s, a bunch yep. of 3 o'clock, a bunch of 5.30s. There was a late game as well and across the weekend. And then we went back to the league again and then we go back to the cup again and you know we got back to the Premier League the following week and you're doing the teams thinking this team have changed eight, this next team have changed seven, blah, 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 and you're doing it to everybody. I always think that we should just reorganise the calendar. So we start January with the FA Cup third round, fourth round, fifth round and sixth round. Three of those rounds get their own week anyway. Move the quarterfinals if you want, and you could do more massaging to the calendar, but move them to the midweek after that next round is done. So third, fourth, fifth, quarterfinals in midweek, and then we don't play any more FA Cup until the season's finished and you've got the semi-finals and the final in the same week. If that happened and you could really focus on these games. And it doesn't really bother me as much that the top four, top six change their teams because they're in the Champions League. They've got a cup semi-final happening on the Thursday with two of the teams and obviously City the other one. It's, it is teams like West Ham and Wolves and Leicester that annoy me the most. We would surely see stronger 11s if there was no Premier League for a few weeks and we already don't have Premier League on a, the same amount of weekends in, in the season anyway. That's a great idea, it's, right? It is a great idea, but it is absolutely never, ever going to happen. Why, though? Yeah, why not, not why would that not work? It's not workable. The, prem, the Premier League, for, for, for yeah. you know, firstly, will not take that. Well, they but won't, they already missed those weekends. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't think they'd want that to happen. I mean, it's a, it is a great idea. And you know what? What it does, it gives the clubs no excuse. Yeah. No excuse. And I think that makes sense. The problem with us in this country is we're traditionalists. Mm. And, and we experience things a certain way. And... 
especially in football, in, in terms of things like that, we're loath to change. I think we should. I think we should at least investigate it because, like you said, the crowds are dwindling. We have to find a way to make it appealing again for the for the average fan. And the way you do that is by making sure that all the top players are still playing. Mm. And it, that sounds like a good way of doing it. What about the whole, if you win the FA Cup, you get a Champions League place? I've heard that quite a lot. Then we'd have had Wigan in the Champions League. Yeah, That sounds fantastic. <laughs> well, we might not have done if it actually well, been Man, some Man importance with it, David. Yeah, 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 exactly. but, but I'm going to hate to, but I'm gonna have to agree with him. There we go. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great right, teeth, okay. mate. Yeah, I did, yeah, I did, yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah. Animus, I'll it? say it, but all of a sudden you want to jump oh, on no. the bandwagon. So no, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon. But Dave also hit us with a shot of realism saying it's never going to happen. So, But I just think we need to do something a bit more drastic. And I always have this round of a year about, no, but the replays are are good for the, the smaller teams. And I get that. Uh, and, of course, we're, doing, we're not fifth doing round. it after the fifth round this, this year. This is the, the last round of replays. There'll yeah. be replays. Yeah. But with the with replays, get rid of them third and fourth as well if you do it all in January. And anyone who's not in the Premier League gets all the ticket receipts, all the gate receipts, as much revenue as you can because mm. the Premier League clubs, as we know, already get a gargantuan yeah, amount of money more than anyone else. Mm. So they don't need it. They don't want it. If that happened, you got your redistribution of wealth. You also get people focusing on the cup. And also, it is a bit weird because now we get to the fourth round. I watched a lot. I was on holiday during the third round. So actually, you know, got to watch a lot of it on telly. It was great. But you watch it and, you, and then you come back two weeks later and you think, what was the games? I've had an Are idea. I've had an idea, actually, how this might... If there's ever a way that this could happen, this is the way it would happen. The Premier League have a vacancy at the moment. Here we go. They can't find a chief executive to replace Scudamore for love nor money. The first one that they appoint, appointed has come back to them and said, actually, I don't want it. They tried to get another guy from the BBC. He's not interested. Get your CV in. Come on. Take control of the Premier League and then we're in business. I, I think we're all in favour of that. <laughs> I think we'd all love to see that happen. But then you might lo- end up losing the job because it means you having to work with the FA. Yeah. And those oh, two no. don't go together. I That's the problem. That. They- I, I just think it's not even with the FA. It means you're just going to have to work. Plus, I will... <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you said I was Stepanovs. Stepanovs? <laughs> yeah. Which and, and is a step down from Seagan. Yeah, that's true. And they said I don't work hard enough. What have I done to you, Paul? I never Can said I just that. say to you as well, on the Manchester United side, they call you William Punier. <laughs> William P- I'm going to have to Google who William. Do you remember who that is? <laughs> and that's followed you by don't who? Know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, do- I'm doing a live Google of William Punier. Oh, come on, man! Come on! <laughs> I like to think more of uh, <laughs> Jason Statham's what I'm going for. Sorry? Yeah. Jason Statham's like weedy brother. You going with that? No. What have I done to you? You haven't done anything to Look, me. we've got to move on. We're going to get back to the football. Loads more to talk about and just one section left. Right, last section of this week's kind of off-the-cuff preview show. Going into a few strange areas this week, like discovering that William Prunier <laughs> is still working in football. Currently the manager of Canet Roussillon. Did you know that? Playing until 2004, his final club was Al Silaya, who are a team in a miscellaneous country. Because I've got no more internet <laughs> left to check it out. Uh, right, let's move on to some what other part games. Of the world's that in? <laughs> uh, miscellaneous. It's a lovely part of the world. Okay. Couple um, other games I want to pick up. Man, uh, Man City, sorry, against Burnley, three o'clock UK time on Saturday. Now we are recording before the Burton game, so maybe there was a miracle. 
by the Brewers. We don't know. You never know in football. Yes, you do. Maybe they score, scored a goal and they lost 19-1 in aggregate. I don't know. Uh, but let's talk about the Burnley game. Now, I don't know how Phil Foden has started the Burton game, the second game, but we know he didn't start the first. Yeah. Are we going to see a youthful Man City against Burnley, did, do you everyone think? Everyone was make, making a big song and on, dance about it? that, but the, the, the couple of days before was the home game to Rotherham in yeah, the which FA Cup, which he played, so... Yeah, absolutely. He'll play in one of these games, won't he? Well, well he will. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the the the, the, the Burton game, um, that obviously um, they the, the kids played in the checker trade thing the, yeah. the yeah, day before. So, so uh, yeah. So I think that probably he's going to have to play more of the senior players than he thought he would mm. do. So M- Mendy's going to play against Burton. Y- exactly. So you're looking at Burnley and you're thinking, yeah, I think some of those who are in need of a game. Some of those who you know your Myerses and people like that. Some of those who are coming back. I should think a lot of you know they'll still be a competitive team. And Burnley, uh, they go into this game playing their second goalkeeper, who is Joe Hart these days. So he'll be back at uh, the head-to-head again. Um, I'm sure he'll get a warm ovation, maybe get something named after him, and concede five goals. That's perfect. <laughs> They gave him a season ticket for life earlier in the season, I think, didn't they? Did they want to do something else that yeah. That's yeah. because they said he should be in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> you're, she's, you're hard, I swear to God. He's going um, yeah, to get a good workout. Elsewhere in the FA Cup, worth picking out a couple of others. Brighton against West Bromwich Albion could be quite tasty. Of course, Brighton are the Premier League. West Bromwich Albion the third in the Championship right now. Lost Harvey Barnes back to Leicester. Brighton will make ago. changes, won't they? So They will. Brighton are the kind of side that will still be focusing fully on Premier League survival. They're just above that kind of level, aren't they? They'll probably get the 36 needed from where they yeah. are on 24 at the moment. So I think I'd be disappointed to see Brighton make wholesale changes. Well, I mean, they did the last round. I mean, what will save Brighton is there are three worst sides in the Premier League, without yeah. a doubt. I the think three that, that are that, in there now. Yeah, and they're just they're, 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 they're probably bottom of that mini-league, just above the bottom mm. sort of league, if yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So um, I don't see them making many changes because, again... You're not too far away from glory here. You're not many games away. Why not go for it? Mm. Why not stick your team in? Because as Paul said, momentum is huge and important. You know, these Cups games are sometimes a chance to... to, It can be the catalyst. can start a a revival. So go for it. I don't see why not. What about this story this week? Uh, On Saturday, 12.30 UK time, Accrington Stanley of League One, 14th in that division, take on Derby County, the Championship, 6th at the moment. Uh, The team being spied on by Bielsa's people, (laughs) of course. But big story this week, Paul Parker. Wanted to get your take on it. Uh, Ashley Cole. Uh, back in English football we have a lot of listeners in the USA of course played a couple of years for LA Galaxy uh, contract to the end of this season for, for Ashley Cole at 38 what do you make to it? be interesting what they said in America about him they weren't that positive uh, mm. I, I think that uh, a couple of the guys I spoke to this week and, and, and people can can get in touch with me to say this is wrong but they said he started well and, and as the time went on he got got slightly worse and that's why he's not got a, a yeah. renewal there yeah I mean that is a strange one he didn't get his contract renewed it's not as if he walked away from it and he and he's come back to a club like Derby a club who are still ch- chasing mm. a playoff spot we have to say that's that's a friend who's you know who's looked after a friend. Mm. It's a gamble on on Frank's side to go and do that. To be honest, because he could you know that you know you'll have to live with that if it doesn't work mm. out. But it must be something, surely. I mean, I, I haven't. Is it going to be? It, is it short term? I don't it's know. To the, I think it's the end of the season. One thing I will say is, I, I tend to think for what he'll bring to the the dressing room, yeah, for what he'll do say, to yeah. the players. When I was at Charlton, we had John Barnes at the end of his career come mm. and play for us, and what a shot in the arm it was. Everyone almost like wanted to impress him, and and. We stepped up 10, 15%, even in training. It was the weirdest thing. Um, so you, you're thinking the what the experience he'll bring, yep. I think, will be a positive. I actually think he might play a part 
in this game. I, I really do. Uh, elsewhere in the FA Cup this weekend, worth mentioning just a few other quick games uh, before our final question of the programme. Uh, Bristol City up against Bolton Wanderers. Look out for some some more protests at, at Bolton Wanderers. So the chairman, Ken Anderson, we saw some protests earlier this week. Uh, Bristol City, good side as well, just outside the playoff places right now. They're in with a shout. Love to see them in the Premier League next I mean, they're, year. They're having, a, they're having a bit of a good time again now. They just fell off, didn't they? And all of a sudden you could feel it that maybe yeah. um, Gary was getting a bit... Was getting, is Gary? Yeah, Gary Lee. Lee, 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 Lee. He was getting a little bit again getting it not as bad as what he got before which he, yeah, he no one deserves pills, that but now they've got themselves going which is great and to be honest Bristol needs it we, 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 yeah. as, a, as a country we need a team yeah. in the West Country in the Premier League yeah. they're, they're set up for it my biggest problem with them is their history I think was it last year they did well in the Cups now when they started in the mm. Cup country, they were second in the Championship they went on. I think they beat Man City and I mean, everyone. They beat Manchester United. They beat City. They, right. Well, they they were in the game against City, weren't they? Yeah. Exactly. And they yeah. fell away after the after yeah, the cup. True. Yeah. Um, so he'll have to be wary about that. And and again, you know, we're talking about you know changing teams. He may well do that. He may well do. See, that. that's a good point, though, isn't it? That some of the championship teams, like Derby, we've mentioned, like Bristol City, they're looking at the playoffs. West Bromwich Albion, they're looking at automatic yeah. promotion. So why would they play their strongest team? You know, we're going to see championship teams as well as Premier League teams changing everybody. Isn't the cake bigger for them than what it is for a Premier League side? For those sides, for Bristol and for Derby, for yeah. them to get. Yeah, I think it absolutely yeah. is. But um, we've got. We're going to talk about the Premier League games in a second, which come up Tuesday and Wednesday. It's almost like the authorities don't help themselves in a way, because why would you know? We look at the Premier League games coming up. Arsenal got a game against Cardiff that they need to win that game. Man United take on Burnley. City go to Newcastle. They're all coming up Tuesday. Some more ones on Wednesday. Uh, Tottenham against Watford is a game Wednesday. They're both in FA Cup mm-hmm. action this week. Of course, Tottenham got the Carabao Cup as well. Not having that just room in the calendar for the cup to breathe almost leads to you have to. Yeah. The world seems to have accepted weakened teams now. And I, I haven't got there yet. I'm not sure I'll ever get there. But I've done a few shows over the FA Cup weekends down the years. And people are always telling me, yeah, but you have to. You have. To. We need to create a scenario, surely, where these teams don't have to do that. What I'd say, Tom, is listen to what you just said about the fixtures. They're coming thick and fast. Yeah. You can't play the same side, especially at, at Spurs, where they're hamstrung, pardon the pun, because they just <laughs> do not have the players. They don't. So so they have to change. And, and like you say, there's teams like Derby, the championship teams, who the Premier League is far more important. Yeah. They're going to have to change. So, you know, I feel sorry for the fans. And that's why your idea... Is a good don't one. They'll hurt you later. Isn't when you that, think it, about well, that. playing up as it is. <laughs> uh, is is a good idea because it 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 puts away the the, the constant threat of of too many games. There's a spell mm. where there's only the FA Cup games to play. Problem is with that is after that's done you're going to have a serious backlog yeah. of Premier League games. Uh, also in the FA Cup, look out for Middlesbrough in the Championship fifth up against Newport County of League Two. John Obi Mikel. Might be coming into Middlesbrough. I don't know if that's been confirmed as yet, but it may well be confirmed before the weekend. Uh, short-term deal for all the, old, all the old Chelsea boys coming yeah. back, aren't they? Yeah. Who's next? <laughs> Drogba's already been back, hasn't he, for a while? Who else can we get? Um, also this weekend, Portsmouth uh, take on Queen's Park Rangers. Ooh. Swansea against Gillingham. That's Championship against League One. Donny Rovers take on Oldham. League One against League Two. And on Monday, tell us all about it, Dave. You're the expert on where teams are in London. Uh, Barnet <laughs> from the National League. 16th as well in the National League. For those that don't know, that's the league outside of the 92-team pyramid. Take on Brentford uh, in the Championship. 
Well, they beat Sheffield United in the previous round, who were flying high in the championship. So that's got to give, give them some hope. And that was away from home. That was at Bramall Lane. So they're at home they're at the Hive on Monday night. It's it's on TV. Difficult Everyone's going to be there. We're sending Motti down there. Oh. Moose is going to be down there. Well, fifty percent good. <laughs> We're all going to be there. Um, and they, they, you, you got to say they've got a chance. Brentford haven't been that great really since uh, since they lost Dean Smith. Yeah. What's the pitch like down there? It's good because that will make a difference. Brentford no, like a, to pass the football about. Well, they're it's, it's used to enough, being in the football yeah. league, aren't they, Barnet? So they're not going to yeah. have a, a kind of old Wimbledon. No, I've, pitch, I've been to the Hive before. It yeah. cuts up a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, it does. I've, I've been there before when it's been a last season. I think when it's, it's a, a bit, bit better than Underhill, though, isn't it? It's the, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's oh, got yeah. the slope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ball runs straight at least. And is Martin Allen manager yet, or is he coming back soon? When is that happening? I don't think nine hundred stints in charge, isn't it? Until nephew of Tony. Yeah, Darren Curry. Nice. Uh, Do you know who that is? Um, yeah. He's the man who brought curry to England. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Deary me. That's right, isn't it? On the boat, they brought the curry over. Right. The, cu- the SS curry. I'm going to say, let's move on. The SS Vindaloo. <laughs> The SS what are you talking He's about? One again. Dave, can you get him to move on, please? <laughs> All right, listen, we're nearly out of time. Uh, so one final round oh, of dear. who won the FA Cup that year. Let's do 2006. Who won it? Millennium Liverpool. Stadium. Liverpool. Yeah, West Ham, didn't they? Known yes, by some as the Stephen Stephen Gerrard, Gerrard yeah. final. Uh, 19- I prefer to call it the Lionel Scaloni final. Yeah, so he, when, when Carragher chased down Scaloni in the corner after he kicked it out for an injury. I'll never forgive you, Carragher. Uh, I've got over it. Uh, Coventry City won it I've told you that one um, what about <laughs> yeah it's 1987 isn't it yeah it was yeah. Uh, 1984 who won that Aston Villa that was Everton that was the one I just told you a second ago but <laughs> no one was paying attention were <laughs> I, they? I, was li- I knew that one I, was I, you do. You I, didn't, wanna, I didn't want to mention that I, I tuned, Andy Gray I, I tuned out fouling Steve Sherwood um, yeah, it's never a foul. Is he the guy who brought curry to England? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, one final one because we're out of time. 1936. Oh, God. The Royal Engineers. In front of 93,000 at Wembley. The White Horse final. Uh, no, it was um, Arsenal beating Sheffield oh. United by a goal to nil. The scorer? Burt Williams. Uh, Tim Curry. I forget it was now. <laughs> I forget who it was. Anyway, from the Rocky Horror Picture Tim Show. Curry. We're out of time. Thank you, pair of paws. Thank you, David Walker, as well. Remember, there are Premier League games as well on Tuesday and Wednesday, so we're going to be back with you next week for a preview show on the Thursday. We'll see you then. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds? We set them. Form guides? We've got them. Expert opinions, we share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Labrooks. Odds updates on Talk Sport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at labrooks.com, 18 plus, be gambleaware.org, T's and C's apply. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.